0: It's the day in the year that we celebrate kicking England's rear end and becoming independent. Well, unless you are English, then it's probably not a great day for you. Yes, of course, this is the July 4th reading of our Reading Through the Bible Together podcast. Honestly, more exciting to me than the independence we have as Americans, if you are American... Uh, is the independence we have in Christ. And that's what this whole podcast is about. We've been freed. Freed from what, you ask? Well, not the tyranny of the king. Rather, the tyranny of sin and death. And we have been freed because Jesus came and paid the price we could not pay. Lived the life we could not live. Gave us his righteousness. Took on our penalty. Died for it. Rose again and promised that if we trusted in him, we would share in that same resurrection. It's not just a gospel for later. Although, yes, we are justified, made right, made right, Uh, In the sight of God Uh, It is a gospel for now We've been given the Holy Spirit to live and become more like Jesus and join him in his restoration And it is a hope for the future in which we believe one day Jesus will return and restore all things to right And the world will be set back to the way God originally intended it Including us and that is the gospel that is the good news That is why we are going to read scripture that was written thousands of years ago to uh, people all the way across the other side of the world because god has made it relevant to us through jesus christ and with that said we're going to jump in with our old testament reading second kings chapter 23 verse 31 through chapter 25 verse 30 yes we are finishing another book of the bible today we will finish second kings as always in the new living translation this is second kings chapter 23 verse 31 Jehoahaz was 23 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother was Hamachul, the daughter of Jeremiah from Libna. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight, just as his ancestors had done. Pharaoh Necho put Jehoahaz in prison at Riblah in the land of Hamath to prevent him from ruling in Jerusalem. He also demanded that Judah pay 7,500 pounds of silver and 75 pounds of gold as tribute. Pharaoh Necho then installed Eliakim, another of Josiah's sons, to reign in place of his father, and he changed Eliakim's name to Jehoiakim. Jehoahaz was taken to Egypt as a prisoner where he died. In order to get the silver and gold demanded as tribute by Pharaoh Necho, Jehoiakim collected a tax from the people of Judah, requiring them to pay in proportion to their wealth. Jehoiakim was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother was Zibidah the daughter of Pitaba from Rumah. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight, just as his ancestors had done. That concludes chapter 23. Moving on to chapter 24, verse 1. During Jehoiakim's reign, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon invaded the land of Judah. Jehoiakim surrendered and paid him tribute for three years, but then rebelled. Then the Lord sent bands of Babylonians, Arminians, Moabites, and Ammonite raiders against Judah to destroy it, just as the Lord had promised through his prophets. These disasters happened to Judah because of the Lord's command. He had decided to banish Judah from his presence because of the many sins of Manasseh, who had filled Jerusalem with innocent blood. The Lord would not forgive this. The rest of the events in Jehoiakim's reign and all his deeds are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Judah. When Jehoiakim died, his son Jehoiachin became the next king. The king of Egypt did not venture out of his country after that, for the king of Babylon captured the entire area, formerly claimed by Egypt, from the brook of Egypt to the Euphrates River. Jehoiachin was 18 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother was Neshisha, the daughter of Elinathan from Jerusalem. Jehoiachin did what was evil in the Lord's sight, just as his father had done. During Jehoiachin's reign, the officers of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came up against Jerusalem and besieged it. Nebuchadnezzar himself arrived at the city during the siege. Then King Jehoiachin, along with the queen mother, his advisors, his commanders, and his officials, surrendered to the Babylonians. In the eighth year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, he took Jehoiachin prisoner. As the Lord had said beforehand, Nebuchadnezzar carried away all the treasures from the Lord's temple and the royal palace. He stripped away all the gold objects that King Solomon of Israel had placed in the temple. King Nebuchadnezzar took all of Jerusalem captive including all the commanders and the best soldiers, craftsmen, and artisans, 10,000 in all. Only the poorest people were left in the land. Nebuchadnezzar led King Jehoiachin away as a captive to Babylon, along with the queen mother and his wives and officials, and all Jerusalem's elite. He also exiled 7,000 of the best troops and 1,000 craftsmen and artisans, all of whom who were strong and fit for war. Then the king of Babylon installed Mattiah, Jehoiachin's uncle, as the next king, and he changed Mattan's name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother was Hamuchal, the daughter of Jeremiah from Libna. But Zedekiah did what was evil in the Lord's sight, just as Jehoiachin had done. These things happened because of the Lord's anger against the people of Jerusalem and Judah, until he finally banished them from his presence and sent them into exile. Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. That concludes chapter 24. Moving on to chapter 15. So, or sorry, chapter 25. Trust me, I know uh, mathematics. 25 comes after 24. Chapter 25, verse 1. So, on January 15th, during the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon led his entire army against Jerusalem. They surrounded the city and built siege ramps against its walls. Jerusalem was kept under siege until the eleventh year of King Zedekiah's reign. By July 18th in the 11th year of Zedekiah's reign, the famine in the city had become very severe, and the last of the food was entirely gone. Then a section of the city wall was broken down. Since the city was surrounded by the Babylonians, the soldiers waited for nightfall and escaped through the gate between the two walls behind the king's garden. Then they headed down toward the Jordan Valley. But Babylonian troops chased the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho, for his men had all deserted him and scattered. They captured the king and took him to the king of Babylon at Riblah, where they pronounced judgment upon Zedekiah. They made Zedekiah watch as they slaughtered his sons. Then they gouged out Zedekiah's eyes, bound him in bronze chains, and led him away to Babylon. On August 14th of that year, which was the 19th year of King Nebuchadnezzar's reign, Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the guard and an official of the Babylonian king, arrived in Jerusalem. He burned down the temple of the Lord, the royal palace, and all the houses of jerusalem he destroyed all the important buildings in the city then he supervised the entire babylonian army as they tore down the walls of jerusalem on every side then Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard took as exiles the rest of the people who remained in the city the defectors who had declared their allegiance to the king of babylon and the rest of the population but the captain of the guard allowed some of the poorest people to stay behind to care for the vineyards and fields the babylonians broke up The bronze pillars in front of the Lord's temple, the bronze water carts, the great bronze basin called the sea, and they carried all the bronze away to Babylon. They also took all the ash buckets, shovels, lamp snuffers, ladles, and all the other bronze articles used for making sacrifices at the temple. The captain of the guard also took the incense, burners, and basins, and all the other articles made of pure gold or silver. The weight of the bronze from the two pillars, the sea and the water carts, was too great to be measured. These things had been made for the Lord's temple in the days of Solomon. Each of the pillars was 27 feet tall. The bronze capital on the top of each pillar was seven and a half feet high and was decorated with a network of bronze pomegranates all the way around. Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the guard, took with him as prisoners Saria, the high priest, Zephaniah, the priest of the second rank, and the three chief gatekeepers. And from among the people still hiding in the city, he took an officer who had been in charge of the Judean army, five of the king's personal advisors, the army's commander's chief of secretary, who was in charge of recruitment, and 60 other cities. Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, took them all to the king of Babylon at Riba. There at Riba, in the land of Hamath, the king of Babylon had them all put to death. So the people of Judah were sent into exile from their land. Then King Nebuchadnezzar appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam and grandson of Shaphan, as governor over the people he had left in Judah. When all the army commanders and their men learned that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah as governor, they went to see him at Mizpah. These included Ishmael, son of Nethan, Johanan, son of Korea, Saraniah, son of Tehamoth, the Neophyte, Jehoziah, son of Makahite, and all their men. Gedaliah vowed to them that the Babylonian officials meant them no harm. Don't be afraid of them. Live in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and all will go well for you, he promised. But in mid-autumn of that year, Ishmael, son of Nithion, and grandson of Ishmael, who was a member of the royal family, went to Misphah with ten men and killed Gedaliah. He also killed all the Judeans and Babylonians who were with him at Mispha. Then all the people of Judah, from the least to the greatest, as well as the army commanders, fled in panic to Egypt, for they were afraid of what the Babylonians would do to them. In the 37th year of the exile, King Jehoiachin of Judah, evil Merodica ascended to the Babylonian throne. He was kind to Jehoiachin and released him from prison on April 2nd of that year. He spoke kindly to Jehoiachin and gave him a higher place than all the other exiled kings in Babylon. He supplied Jehoiachin with new clothes to replace his prison garb and allowed him to dine in the king's presence for the rest of his life. So the king gave him a regular food allowance as long as he lived. Moving on to our New Testament reading, Acts chapter 22, verse 17 through chapter 23, verse 10. This is Acts chapter 22, verse 17. After I returned to Jerusalem, I was praying in the temple and fell into a trance. I saw a vision of Jesus saying to me, Hurry, leave Jerusalem, for the people here won't accept your testimony about me. But Lord, I argued, they certainly know that in every synagogue I I imprisoned and beat those who believed in you. By the way, this is the Apostle Paul speaking. Verse 20. And I was in complete agreement when your witness, Stephen, was killed. I stood by and kept the coats they took off when they stoned him. But the Lord said to me, Go, for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. The crowd listened until Paul said that word. Then they all began to shout, Away with such a fellow. He isn't fit to live. They yelled, threw off their coats, and tossed handfuls of dust into the air. The commander brought Paul inside and ordered him lashed with whips to make him confess his crime. He wanted to find out why the crowd had become so furious. When they tied Paul down to lash him, Paul said to the officer standing there, Is it legal for you to whip a Roman citizen who hasn't even been tried? When the officer heard this, he went to the commander and asked, What are you doing? This man is a Roman citizen. So the commander went over and asked Paul, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? Yes, I certainly am, Paul replied. I am too, the commander muttered, and it cost me plenty. Paul answered, But I am a citizen by birth. The soldiers who were about to interrogate Paul quickly withdrew when they heard he was a Roman citizen, and the commander was frightened because he had ordered him bound and whipped. The next day, the commander ordered the leading priests into session with the Jewish high council. He wanted to find out what the trouble was all about, so he released Paul to have him stand before them. That concludes chapter 22. Moving into chapter 23, verse 1. Gazing intently at the high council, Paul began, Brothers, I have always lived before God with a clear conscience. Instantly, Ananias, the high priest, commanded those close to Paul to slap him on the mouth. But Paul said to him, God will slap you, you corrupt hypocrite. What kind of judge are you to break the law yourself by ordering me struck like that? Those standing near Paul said to him, Do you dare insult God's high priest? I'm sorry, brothers. I didn't realize he was your high priest. For the scriptures say you must not speak evil of any of your rulers. Paul realized that some members of the high council were Sadducees and some were Pharisees. So he shouted, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, as were my ancestors, and I am on trial because my hope is in the resurrection of the dead. This divided the council, the Pharisees against the Sadducees. For the Sadducees say there is no resurrection or angels or spirits, but the Pharisees believe in all these. So there was a great uproar. Some of the teachers of religious law who were Pharisees jumped up and began to argue forcefully. We see nothing wrong with him, they shouted. Perhaps a spirit or an angel spoke to him. As the conflict grew more violent, the commander was afraid they would tear Paul apart. So he ordered his soldiers to go and rescue him by force and take him back to the fortress. Interesting New Testament reading. Uh, Moving on to the Proverbs of the day. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 13. Spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. Woo! The religious folks in our story in Acts could have maybe listened to that. Yep. Moving on to uh, Proverbs or sorry to our Psalm of the day we will be reading uh, the second Psalm in a posture of prayer. Why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of earth prepare for battle, and the rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery to God. But the one who rules in heaven laughs, the Lord scoffs at them, then in anger he rebukes them, terrifying them with his fierce fury. For the Lord declares, I have placed my chosen king on the throne in Jerusalem on my holy mountain. The king proclaims the Lord's decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Only ask, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance. The whole earth is your possession. You will break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. Now, then, you kings, act wisely. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling. Submit to God's royal son or he will become angry and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities, for his anger flares up in an instant. But what joy for all who take refuge in him. Lord, we want to be like those who take joy in you and your son. Your son is the King, Jesus Christ, the one worth following. I pray that everybody listening to my voice would live in a constant state of repentance, turning from their ways to his ways, bending their knees and bowing at his throne, at his throne alone. Lord, we love you and we praise you. Amen. Well, thank you for taking some time to join me for today's reading. Uh, if you're listening to this actually on July 4th, go out, have some fun, blow some stuff up, and stay safe. Because nothing says freedom like blowing stuff up, I guess. I, I, I don't know. But, but as you're thinking about freedom uh, as a countryman in the United States, if you're Canadian, I'm sorry. Uh, I just want you to also remember the greater freedom you have in Jesus christ so join me back here tomorrow as we will continue our journey reading through the bible together